Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Since I started the Sun Ranto Show, people ask me questions. They want to know who to bet on, they want to know who to bet with. And I don't know who's going to win the game. I cannot win you money or see into the future, but I do know where to go to bet. The answer is my bookie. They've got live in-game betting, endless props, fantasy sports wagers. There's something for everyone. They've got the best player perks in the sports book business. They've been good to us, and we know they're going to be good to you. They're hooking up our listeners all month long. Visit mybookie.ag. Use the promo code RANTO, R-A-N-T-O, when creating your account, and you can claim a 50% bonus. So if you put down $100, now you've got an extra 50 bucks. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G, promo code RANTO. You know what they say. You play, you win, you get paid. If you never want to hear an ad for my bookie again, well, won't you become a Patreon subscriber? That's at patreon.com slash sunranto. You get your own RSS feed, uh, you get the show early, and completely ad-free. So please join us. Only costs a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash sunranto. It's how we keep this show going. Please support us. Patreon.com slash sunranto. Here's the show. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Cubby Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento and the lovable Lucy Lucho Scali Sunrento Michael Sunrento Michael Cotton, you have outdone yourself this time. I like how creative you're getting with your uh, Sun Ranto show calls here. I gotta, I gotta play it different. I gotta do it different. People are expecting new things every time, but I will say, I have a sharp pain above my left eye. <laughs> it, it actually might be one of the only reasons to tune in these days. Just to, now, half the people turned off the podcast. They're like, okay, well, we saw how he did it, so. Uh, right, they're like, ah, who's who's doing the call today? Yeah, well, no, we know that Lyle's not going to be here. And <laughs> hey, guess what? Lyle's not here. We actually just don't know where Lyle is. He remember when he disappeared last August? I believe he had been kidnapped by Michael Jordan's ghost dad. Oh my god, I, I might, that was I might be but making that, that was that a up. literal. We lost him in the middle of a show, and we didn't hear from him for like a month. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. And so like, here, here nothing. we are again. Here we are again. Now we're at a week. I believe we got a cryptic, a cryptic, I'm locked in the back of a trunk text maybe a week and a half ago or something. Yeah. Well, our last show, 
he did break in. The ghost of Lyle Aker broke in for a second. We were God, from I, the nether realms. I didn't hear his voice. That's from the back of a trunk of some <laughs> gangster up in Maine. Yeah, those... so, I mean, technically, we know he was alive four days ago. Yeah, but now we just don't know. But uh, I'll tell you who is alive. I'm going to start out with an announcement here. Uh, the Bleacher Bum Band, or some facsimile thereof, is playing at Gallagher Way on Saturday. How did, you, how did your show go with the with the zombie? Uh, I'm going to call it the zombie Bleacher Bum Band because it was just a collection of parts put together and then brought to life. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's this Saturday. Oh, that's the one coming up. It's coming up. Oh, I thought it was last Saturday. And okay. Yeah, it's the 1060 block party. We actually got our biggest gig yet, and I have no band. So, except yeah, for that, you're I, literally at Wrigley Field for this one. Yeah, for, and I, like this would be the, the gig at which like we played and rocked with our normal setup and then get asked to like play hot stove cool music next year. And I'm on stage with Eddie Vedder jamming out and maybe even getting a relief pitcher role. Uh, with Theo Epstein after I get Tommy John surgery because I'm definitely <laughs> old enough to know Pearl Jam sucks. But um, no, so I got uh, you're going to get Tommy John surgery in your neck because when we were at John Baker Day, you were rocking your fucking hat flew off. I know you were I- fucking slamming your head around so much. I'm telling you, you're going to need a, a corpse's tendon. For your neck. I'm going to need a concussion protocol and some smelling <laughs> salts is actually what I'm going to need. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I believe this show is free. We're on at 4 o'clock and uh, playing with us. I mean, Gary is in the Bleacher Bum Band. He's been playing drums. Now he's playing keyboards again like he did in Mustache. I got Jarrett, who played in the last show on bass, but we haven't had time to rehearse again yet. And then I got um, Antonio from the Garvey Train. So I've played with all these people just never these songs in this big of a moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it should be fun. And Nicole singing too. So I oh, got nice. Yeah. So I got her. She's uh, singing background. So it's like I'm playing electric. So it's like totally kind of a different setup about what we've been doing. But it's going to be good. It'll just be like different. And hey, you know what? And for everybody out there who, like me, has not heard the bleacher bum band i didn't hear them until john baker day and 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 i know there were a few people there that were hearing them for the first time uh danny's songs are generally him on the acoustic guitar and just playing you know it's it's like uh bob dylan like a folk song sort of thing i'm really more of a donovan (laughs) yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to paint you in a Nobel poet laureate <clears throat> fucking light here, man. <laughs> well, then I'll go Cat Stevens and the cats <laughs> uh, in the what? cradle. I, I'm, I I'm going religious. Yeah, I just want to wear a robe like Cat Stevens does. It just I mean, well, Cubs Davis obviously. Yeah, took his, he, he is the Cat Stevens of, this, of podcast this podcast because they won't let him on airplanes. Yeah, So I guess and it's that's not why me. he flies the carpet. Yeah. So, uh, but so, anyway, yeah, come, come see the show. It's free. And I think you could get VIP tickets, which I don't know what that means, but look it right. up. 1060 block party, Bleacher Bum Band, Gallagher way. But and there's a bunch the of other Bleacher bands Bum too. Band, I wanted to say they play a much more rocking punk version of all the songs that people have heard you sing. Yeah. It's so like people just think, oh, it's just Danny singing the same songs that he sang. But no, you haven't heard these songs yet because like this, yeah, we do they it are so much more up tempo and and punk rocky, and it's a, it's the live show is great. 
So I just want people to know that so that they they understand they need to try and get there. Yeah, and this show will be lamer than that show. <laughs> I mean, not lamer. <laughs> we won't be rocking quite as hard, like with guitars. Why? Because we don't have you, the guitars. Because you have less guitars. Yeah, we have less guitars, and less <laughs> guitars means less rock. But uh, uh, but but you do have the cowbell. Oh, but you won't be able I to play, can't the play cowbell because yeah, you're that's playing what I'm, guitar. That's my point. It's a different uh, show. But Nicole's going to have rock that fucking cowbell so hard at the John Baker day. So, but let's move on. Just come on and down <laughs> and see the show. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It's at four o'clock. There's a lot of other great bands afterwards. But let's talk about something that's uh, coming up next year, which I mean, I love schedule day because. And especially when it comes off, out on an off day and we could just focus on how shitty the schedule is next year and get mad about something in the future. <laughs> that is that's a great day for me. I mean, it was it was the only news that really dropped, I think. It's the dumbest shit in the world, right? This is just this is yet another way that the MLB does not know how to fucking market their product. It's what's the date? It's it's August twelfth. Do you know what August twelfth is? It's nothing. It's just a fucking regular day in the middle of a fucking long ass season that nobody is fucking paying attention to. You know when you drop your goddamn baseball schedule? Like Christmas. Christmas Day. Maybe New Year's. Like, you fucking drop it. You make people in the off-season, like, get, get fucking nuts, right? Yeah, you get have, excited, You have yeah. countdowns to it. You get excited. Like, I'm excited well, today, though, Michael. I'm excited to drop today. You are, but nobody fucking else is because they're literally like, nothing's happening today. And it's not like nothing's happening. It's just for us. The Cubs are one of the few teams that are off today. Like, most teams play games. Like, most people aren't looking at Well, it's this. not that big of a deal when they release the schedule, but we should... No, no, but if you want to make a splash, you just right? You're mad at everything MLB does. Like, if, you know, they could put it out on Thanksgiving, and you're like, they should have done Christmas. <laughs> no, but, like, but look, no, Thanksgiving would be fucking great, right? But no, the NFL does this right. They drop their schedule... On an off-season day. People fucking pay attention to that shit. Like, nobody knows that the MLB dropped their schedule except for us diehard fucking people that watch this stuff all the time. Like, literally, the rest of the world, they're watching really bad preseason football right now. Because it's the fucking dog days of August and nobody really gives a shit, like, if you're not a baseball fan, if they did this shit, literally December, January, like there's no reason you don't, are you buying your tickets for next year no, right you, now? Well, you could, and that's probably why they're doing it because everybody's plugged into the baseball season. Nobody right is. Now. They're buying their fucking football tickets right now. I'm telling you, the Cubs sent me an email today. They released <laughs> this schedule, and at the same time, they said, place your deposit. This is exactly what it says place your deposit for next year. Right they here. They could do that with anything, though. Like you don't even they need to want know your the money schedule. Now. Place your deposit. 
They want your money now. And uh, there, I mean, and there are some changes. I mean, not that we needed to know about them today, but I mean, it just happened to be today. Nobody cares what day it is, really, except for no, you. No, nobody. Look, that's the point, Danny. Nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. Make it a day in the off season and build up to it. Get people excited in December for something that's not going to happen I see for your four point. more months. I see your point. And, uh, but that's not what happened. They, they oh, dropped, no. They no, because this is a fucking major leagues. Like, hey, let's have opening day. How about we just pick a random fucking Tuesday when nobody can go? Like, unless you're a fucking diehard and you, you'll, you feel like, oh, just taking the day off of work. Like, we're not going to do it on a Saturday when somebody could go to the game. Like, fuck that. Yeah, March 26th. Well, people do take off work. It, it, and that just shows it's a rich people man's sport. People do take off work. It's a rich person's sport. You have to fucking be able to do that. I'm just saying, you know, look, there are there are a myriad amount of ways that they so can do it's, different. It's super early this year. The 26th against the Brewers, so you got a dome. And that is a Thursday, and then you play. Um, and it's going to be a dome like the fucking Metro Dome that got covered in snow so heavy that it broke through and canceled football. <laughs> well, and <laughs> here's what I don't understand. You know you're playing in a dome, so you don't really need that off day. You know what I mean? They're still taking, they're taking Friday off. They open on a Thursday, take Friday off, and then have they a They open Saturday- on a Thursday. Yeah. A fucking Thursday. You know, that open off on a, day, they open that on a Thursday. Friday off day, night game, opening day, uh, I kind of feel like you could fill Miller Park that night. Oh, they'll fill it either way. That's what. No, that's they why, won't because yeah, nobody will. will be there on Friday. Yeah, well, that's because there's no <laughs> game on Friday. That's my point. Like, yeah. this fucking, what are they doing? Yeah, they could they could go, but they're playing in a dome. They could go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The reason that they usually do the extra day off, I thought, was so that in case it got rained out, you would have all those ticket holders be able to still make it to the first game of the year the next I'm day. I'm fucking revved up about this because, yes, you are correct. They always do. Baseball is running on a fucking, like, from the 1950s. Like, they, they do not change anything well, with this we've, shit. We've got to take the Union Pacific line down to St. Yeah, Louis. <laughs> they don't know what the fuck. Like, it's literally, like, why would you take a day off after opening day in a fucking dome? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's exactly what you just said. Sense, I know yeah. that. I'm just reiterating because I'm going fucking nuts on this. Like, why... I, I ugh. Here, like, here's here's the good news though. You know what, you, Danny? You, you only need the, a four. The young kids don't like this game. This is what I keep hearing. Yeah, the young people don't this. like it. We don't like it. Fucking the world doesn't like it. Nobody can see the games. Guess what? You're fucking killing your own product, dude. You're you're gonna wear yourself out on the first topic of the show. <laughs> My left eye I, is I did, I did not know that you felt so strongly about this. Like, maybe I'll bring up the DH next and just call it a show. <laughs> um, so, but one thing is that's a really positive thing about having that day off on that Friday, a little strategy here. Listen up, Theo. Uh, you can go into the season with a four-man rotation. <laughs> so, you know, you can Oh, well, the, you know, yeah. why, why don't they just throw just 
a bullpen game first day. Yeah. Fucking may as well do that. (laughs) Might as well. Um, A couple other highlights. We're playing the East, and uh, the Cubs are going out to Yankee Stadium. They're going to Toronto, and they're going to Baltimore, which they just were at. And I've been to all those stadiums, so I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, no new ones. I would have gone and seen the Rays maybe, but they're coming in, and so are the Red Sox. So um, too bad Lyle's not on the show. He could pretend that he was going to go to it <laughs> and, then, right. and then stick me with tickets the night of. <laughs> He's like, dude, you're, I've been for 100 bucks on these. Yeah. Oh, too bad for you. Um, another thing that happened is that the Cubs, I mean, they're playing in March at Wrigley this year. Are you fucking Oh, kidding? yeah, man. March 30th. This is, this is what I'm talking about. Like March 30th. I have brought this up on the show before. Two opening days. Opening day for Dome, warm weather, West Coast. That's it. Dome, South, and West. That's opening day. Every year. And then, like April 15th fucking tax day, that's when you open the fucking Northern teams. And everybody goes there. Like it's not. Yeah, this and the and the month March. of and the month of April has long home stands for the warm weather teams to start the season, and then the second half of the month is longer home stands for, you know, the northern yeah. teams. Yeah, it's not fucking hard. Oh, it, it, and this dome, is the thing I saw too. on Twitter today because I actually, the reason I'm so fucking, I had no idea this was scheduled day. And then I actually had people reaching out. Nobody to me did. Going, they, they, no, nobody did. <laughs> nobody yeah, had any idea. Nobody today. had any fucking. Like, you gotta build up. Let somebody know. Yeah. Jeez, fuck. Like, <laughs> let, <laughs> let a guy know. Schedule let us day. know. Make it December. Look, I'm telling you right now, us dads, you know the kind of shit we get on fucking December 25th? We get like ties. We get some fucking tools. We like these things. They're nice. But we the only thing we have to look forward to is our children waking us up at, like, fucking the crack of dawn after we were up super late fucking rapping shit, yeah, and building it- shit, fucking just getting everything ready so it's perfect for our children, right? So we're wiped the fuck out. Could you imagine if when I woke up, at 6 a.m. to my kids fucking like, let's go down to the tree. I would be like, oh, oh, yeah, let's do that. And while you open your presents, I'm going to look at the fucking schedule. I'm going to look at this. Yeah, 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 kids. That's awesome. That looks great. Yeah. Can you believe the Cubs are playing March 23rd? Like, what the fuck? You know, but like that would, I'm telling you, well, they cr- you, you, you don't want to steal any any of Christmas's thunder. Like they should like pick a different. Oh, day. you can like, steal Christmas. You're never gonna steal Christmas's thunder. There's no fucking war on Christianity. There's no war on Christmas. Like every fucking religion, they still celebrate Christmas in America because it's the one. Like it's like oh, we get a nice tree and we put fucking lights on it and it's fun. Like now you're now you're mad about Christmas. Seriously, who pulled your string? I'm not <laughs> mad going, about Christmas. You are. I fucking love Christmas. I wrote a goddamn Christmas book. 
Everybody should buy that fucker. It's out on Amazon. Well, nobody's going to buy a Christmas book in August, dude. <laughs> quit hawking it. But but I'll tell you what there is a war on, and that is the Cubs' schedule. I mean, there's some weird uh, little trips in here. Like, did you see this May 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th? They play the Padres, and then <laughs> they come all the way back and play the Pirates. They go to the they West have a day Coast. Off, but- they go to the West Coast if if we're going to call Arizona. Like, we got to kind of call Arizona West Coast for this. But they go out there four separate times. Four yeah. times. Yeah. It- Why the fuck do you need to go West four times? Yeah, and then they got the like they have another weird one where they and this was the one that bothered me a little bit more because there was an off day in that one like uh, Padres to Pirates road trip. I mean that's just fucking <laughs> stupid. But then there's one where uh, you play the Cardinals, uh, all all TBD games at the end of July, and then and, and I love I love that you're look you're you're getting on me because I'm fucking wired about this, and then you're like pissed because they're tbd still no no i don't care about the tbd <laughs> i care about that you play the You're Cardinals. Like, who's fucking pitching that day i need to i need to get my preview ready <laughs> <laughs> well i should get ahead of things um but then the 27th uh, the 26th they finish with the cardinals in st louis and you know they're gonna make that shit a night game just to fuck them as they fly all the way to san francisco and play the next day well mlb won't MLB will make it a fucking day game, but Maybe. then ESPN will well, swing change their big it. Yeah. dick around. Yes. And fucking <laughs> truth, it. truth, truth. And then you've got this. Um, there's another one that's like that. Uh, oh yeah, they play the Rockies, and this one bothers me too. You play the Rockies at 7:40 at night. I believe that's uh, it goes. Now, I'm reading this off of Bleed Cubby Blue. Al Yellen wrote this, so this could be backwards. It could go um, (laughs) 7-40, you'd figure that 2-10 is the getaway day, but maybe not. Maybe that's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Or uh, I don't know what the fuck it would be. What what's the date? You give me the date. September. And then you tell me the fuck. I'm you, looking you at it say right what now. You want to say it? And I'll Sept- look it up. It's September seventh, eighth, and ninth. So, and, oh no, it's Labor Day. So yeah, they're playing Labor Day, and then they're playing two night games at seven forty the day after Labor the day after Labor Day, and the day after that, the Wednesday. Then the next day, they fl- they're, they're playing the Cardinals in St. Louis. Okay. So, so they go Rockies, and they're playing a night game, and then they got to get on a plane and play the Cardinals the next night. They, we're going to be mad about that. I'm just – I'm previewing our anger as well. Yeah. Oh, not so, to mention the London series. Oh, yeah, the London series. Now, I will say that's a fucking godsend because we that's one less time anybody ever needs to go to St. Louis. Right? They're taking it away from St. Louis. It's going to be a home game in London for the Cardinals. Yeah. And – that's good for everyone. Well, because- they might feel at home because to me, uh, I mean, I'm going to piss off our British listeners, but like <laughs> we have British listeners. Yeah, we do. We have we have I know few- we have an Australian one out there. Yeah, We got Bob Hall. He listens to the show. He's in London and uh, somebody else, too. I feel like we lost Bob along the way somewhere. No, no, no. He 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 sticks around just in case uh, he needs tickets out of me or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we have another British listener too, and I'm just drawing a blank. Sorry, other British listener, I suck. Other, other. <laughs> so, 
Oh, hey. we're gonna get you. A, All right, we're man. gonna get you a jersey that says "Other British Listening." <laughs> yeah. OBL, uh, obvious gonna, shirts, <laughs> obvious shirts. Are you listening? It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a Players Weekend jersey, and it's gonna say OBL on the back. Yeah, Other I mean, British there's there's listening. Alan, there's Alan Horgan, uh, but he's not British. He's uh, he's not Irish. Irish. He's Irish. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, we're oh yeah. So the Cubs are going to London, and um, I mean that should be interesting. I'm going to try to get over there. But what I was going to say, I was going to say, Danny, are you going to London? I think I might. Go I'd, to I'd like to. I don't know what's going on with the outside the Ivy job, so I really can't make any choices. That's um, the only, only thing that is good about this coming out now, is that now I have like an entire goddamn year to plan for a London trip, whereas. I would have only had six months, but then they don't sell tickets until three months. So I think that might've worked out. Okay. Well, and you shouldn't be buying your uh, plane tickets yet. I've been texting with Corey Finneran <laughs> from Ivy Envy. I'm uh, going to start swimming. Swimming. Oh, you're, <laughs> I'm swimming oh, I'm, across. You're swimming the channel. <laughs> I'm going to, no, I'm going to swim the Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause you could always fly to France and swim the channel. Um, no, 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 no. Or I'm take flying the to New York. Flying in New York and I'm and I'm swimming from there. Well, and you know, if I do have some advice for this, it's a don't buy your tickets yet because I just I did a kind of a cursory search on kayak, and you can do like plus or minus. Oh, that's three a good days. idea. I'll kayak across the Atlantic. <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> pick it, picking up baseballs uh, hit by Barry Bonds <laughs> that are still traveling around the globe. Um, yeah, so, but I did a cursory search. It was like 700 bucks, and I think it's going to get cheaper than that. Um, and another thing you can do is there's so many low-cost airlines. If there, you have anywhere else to go in Europe, like, and this is what I was going to say, is that, like, to me, like, it's London. They speak English. They drive on the other side of the road. There's, they're a lot like us. Big Ben is a clock. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's the, the Tower of London is, you know, crown jewels, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. Where are you going with this? I'm saying that it's not like if you're going to go to Europe, like I think you should, if you're going to go all the way that way, I think you should go somewhere else than London. Like if you've got a week to spend. Oh, consider oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Three, yes. four days in London, watch do a game or two. Yeah, you could no. do that. Like, you could fly into Amsterdam. Like, let's say you got some frequent flyer miles. You could fly into Amsterdam, and then you, if you go to, like, the off airport, like, their bullshit airport that's there, you can fly, like, Ryanair or EasyJet or one of those low-cost yeah. airlines for, like, 75 bucks round trip, and then, like, be in Amsterdam, like, eating fucking space cakes, and yeah. then go so, to the games. You just know? for people who don't, like, understand what we're talking about, it would be like if you flew to Boston and then took a train to New York. Like, it's like that. Like, it's, it's easy. There's easy there's travel. There's easy travel. To, to, there's way you can get, ways you can get around. And, like, let's say you've never seen Paris or something. Like it's pretty easy to get from Paris to London 
you know? So, like, and I would say that you only need, like, three or four days in London. I've been there a couple times. I, my friend lived there, and, uh, you know, it's fun. Like, I liked work, walking around Brixton, and, like, that's, like, an African, like, Jamaican neighborhood for the most part. And, like, where I went to the markets and shit. But, like, for the most part, you know, it's, like, a bunch of fish and chips and pubs and, like, goddamn fucking people that are just like us that speak the same language as us. So I'm saying, like... Three, four days in London, you might that might be okay for you. Uh, you know, my grandmother's was born in London, and I could and I could give two shits. My band's played there. It's a great city. It's a lot like New York, you know. Right, busy, but lots. But of yeah, I I would totally agree with that. You fly somewhere else and then take a train into London or the Tube or whatever the fuck. Like it's there's so many other places that you could go much cheaper, and then train into london like europe's connected that way like train train travel is actually easy and good it's not like here where you get on the fucking amtrak in new york and 27 days later you're in la yeah yeah like a million stops so uh the only other thing i want to bring up about the schedule is that uh in uh, there's a lot of day games in um, March and April, like when of the Cubs are no, like when the Cubs are at home, but they didn't do that this last year. There were shitty night games. And there's oh, lots actually, more no, one you're, 20s. You're right. I was too geared up to be pissed. Yeah. And they, <laughs> yeah, this is a positive thing. And it's actually a good thing to have day games in April. Yeah. At least for the scheduled uh, games, the ones they've announced times for uh, 640 p.m. is they're starting 25 minutes earlier, which that helps a little bit. Like, why not just do six Oh five? Like, what is the fucking issue? Yeah. Do an hour, a full so, hour. You're playing in the daytime. You know, you maybe get some of these in, but they, you know, they added 25 minutes. Just like, they're like, we're making the games faster. Now there's 23 seconds less of commercial. And you're like, uh, <laughs> right. no one cares. Um, and uh, speaking of things that nobody cares about, the and you know the Cubs like this was a release today of this schedule because they hired this like fast talking guy, who I don't know if it's the old Micro Machines guy, but I'll play a little <laughs> bit of this. But check this guy out. Hey, Cubs fans, the Cubs are going to be good to go for another 162 games in 2020. And it all begins with the opening day in Milwaukee with baseball brewers, beer, brats, and brews. Then baseball is back in Wrigleyville with the home opener against the Pirates of Pittsburgh. Up next to the Diamondbacks. Ahoy, another against the Pirates. Shut it off. Followed Shut by it the off. I'm Saint done. The I'm Orioles done. Baltimore. Fuck you know, this, Tom dude. City, the city, the I'm done. City, you know, like I, the Nationals and the micro-machine guy <laughs> makes fun of this dude at, like, yeah. he's like the brother that never amounted to anything. And when they're at Thanksgiving... He fucking like he calls him twenty seven names before the guy can even get a well, an insult. Out. But I think you know age wise because the micro machines guy, see that was in the eighties. I'm not, I'm I'm gonna play a micro machines guy. All right, now here's the micro machine man here. Aircraft carrier there. You can't have that. But you can't have this. The new micro machine aircraft carrier playset. I think it's the same guy. Replica of the real thing that holds twenty five micro machines with fabulous, fantastic features. Two totally terrific elevators, real working hoist, runway, and two cargo arms. The new micro machine aircraft carrier playset from Galoob. Remember, if it doesn't say micro machines, it's not the real thing. Oh, so what All you're right, saying just, is it's the same guy, but he's just slowed down because he's, he's old, old now. now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It looks. It really does look like him. I mean, he's got it, the same mustache and. And he's probably out of practice. You know, he's yeah. he's like he's like Ben Zobrist. Yeah, he's got you know trying. He's like I haven't played for three months. Yeah. Wh- oh what- wait, except for Ben Zobrist is jacking home runs at fucking 
killing it. Yeah, right like what do fast years. fast talking guys do? Like after they're out of practice, like they go down to like they you know, they the, the they south. do auctions. Oh, that's they, true. Yeah, they fucking they raffle off cattle and shit. I actually went to an auction just this last weekend, and my son's friend for 4-H had a goat sold for six hundred and fifty dollars. Goats cost that much? I don't know, man. I have. I was sitting there. We're watching, and one goat. It, it it actually sadly has to do with politics. One goat out of like the ten that were being sold that day by 4-H teenagers, one goat just out of the blue just fucking went for twelve hundred dollars. Wow, that's a handsome goat. <laughs> literally, all the other goats were six hundred to six fifty, and then this one goat's twelve hundred bucks, and. We, and I asked the kid after I'm like, "What the fuck yeah. does that goat do? Yeah, <laughs> like does he let's, shit let's... gold? Sell, <laughs> selling goats and sheep at auction. I'm found this. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have the little goat run around. There's an Amish guy. Yeah, this is exactly what the micro machine guy would have been doing for years if if he hadn't gotten so fucking high and mighty for being on TV. Well, like he made he, was, he made he, his money in the '80s, and now like the Cubs probably did a buyout. He probably uh, owes owes Ricketts a favor. Yeah. Okay. Well, wait. So, real quick, it's not going to be quick, but I'm going to say that beforehand anyway. Uh, right before this show started, Danny texted me. He said he was having troubles with his uh, computer setup. Turned out uh, he doesn't understand how volume. Works. Yeah, the volume was that. Why are you fucking telling everybody that? <laughs> but now people don't the, trust me. In the five minutes that I had, I literally thought to myself, I'm going to fix the MLB schedule. And I'm not going to say that I completely fixed the MLB schedule in five minutes, but I think I got close. Okay. What's Listen your plan? And, and this is how easy it is. You, you already gave me the first part of your plan, which there, is there's, there's warm weather teams. opening day, right? The, cold well, weather opening day. Right, right. You you do your, your right. warm weather opening days and don't. What else you whatever. got? Okay. I'm going to need more to, to This to This change. is how This is how much fucking effort I put into this, and it's already, like, on track to make a better schedule. I did 162, and I divided that by seven. Because there are seven days in a week, right? I just wanted to see how many weeks that might be. And it was 23. And then I counted how many weeks are in the regular season. There are 26 weeks in the regular season. And then I realized 23 is less than 26. (laughs) Because I'm not a fucking moron. (laughs) And when I realized that, I thought to myself, hmm... What if we only did six games a week and and then you would always have a day off every week. And then I did that. And guess what? Six times 25 because I took one week out an entire week out for the all-star break for the all-star break. Not four days, uh, seven days. And then you're, you're starting in April, not so March. I've got, right. So I've got 25 weeks. Six games a week, that's 150 games, right? That means there are 12 games 
12 extra games that we have to account for. Guess what? Every team plays four other teams in their division. And four goes into 12 three times. So we could have three double headers a year scheduled against division opponents on Sunday because fucking Monday's off. Yeah. <laughs> you just take Monday off. And guess what the fuck happens on Monday? Makeup games. Every goddamn makeup game is Monday. You fucking do it like that. It is the easiest goddamn thing in the fucking world. Everybody acts like it's fucking hard. It's not hard. It took me literally five minutes. Sorry, I'm not done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my fucking left eye. I my don't know left about robot eye. style. <laughs> like it's this is not hard. I'm, I'm with you. Everybody acts like this shit's hard. It's not. Do three game series. We don't need a four game series against fucking San Diego or San Francisco or LA. No, we need a couple of four game series against our division opponents in order to get the extra games because they're division opponents. And that the four sense. game series is a double header series. And we're only playing 20 of the 30 teams every year, right? Or actually 19 because our team is one of the fucking 20. Yeah. And the other thing I'll say is that getaway day should always be a day game. I don't care if it's on a fucking Wednesday. Like my friend Scotty, he used to he runs a jewelry store up on Bryn Mawr, and uh, he he said that he always took Wednesday off. Like his days off were Sunday and Wednesday. Like he took two days off of the jewelry store, had it closed, and on Wednesday he took that off because the Cubs had so many day games during the summer on Wednesday. They, they don't fucking have it half the time anymore. Right. Well, now that would be Thursday. Thursday, yeah. And guess what? It would always be Thursday. Every Thursday game would be a fucking day game. And then Friday, if you if you want, it could be a night game. I like the Cubs doing Friday uh, day games, but it's still 24 hours. And if you have to do a makeup game, because you have one every week, you could just figure out when the most suitable day for the traveling team is. Right? So... Cubs are in, uh, you know, Cubs are in St. Louis and they got to fucking run over to Kansas City. Like, that's when you do the day game. You do like, yeah, it's not either, that either fucking before hard. you play them or right after. Yeah, right. But if you have a you have a day off every single week and if it happens to be San Francisco, L.A., New York, Washington, whatever, and you have a Sunday game and that game can't be played. Or actually, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Any of those games can't be played. You play it on Monday. It's easy. It's the fucking easiest thing in the world. It is goddamn easy. Well, it's not going to happen. <laughs> gonna... You know what? I know it's not going to happen. Like, it's clearly out of the fucking realm of possibility because the shit that I'm talking about is like fucking... Einstein wouldn't have been able to figure this shit out, right? It's way too simple for Einstein. Yeah. Which like, is why a guy like you has to figure it out. In the five minutes in which I figure out that uh, 
my volume isn't on my computer. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I literally walked you through my process. Yeah. 162 divided by seven. Huh. That's less than this. Let's do this. Oh, we're fucking done. We're done. We're done. Like now, now it's all about let's schedule the games. And guess what? When you go out to the West Coast, just fucking stay out on the West Coast. Yeah, stay that's, there. I hate that. Yeah. Play San France, play LA, play, play the San Padres, yeah. play Arizona. You know, and not only that, but just send the entire fucking division out there at the same time. Yeah, and they right? just play each other. Yeah. Well, that's a problem with the unbalanced interleague thing. It's just like, you know, they're going to Toronto again. I know that's exciting for a lot of people. It's a great trip. Toronto's a great city if you're going to go anywhere. We have ranters live in Toronto, too. You know? I don't believe you. God damn it, Michael. <laughs> uh, Baltimore, it's a great stadium. Yankees, you know, it's, it's all going to be um, – Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting season. But, yeah, they, they do it wrong. So let's talk about the Cubs a little bit. Yeah, I mean, all right. Like, yeah. Let's hey, let, let's move on to things that happened this week instead well, of things I mean, that are going to happen our, never. And, and this is kind of a state of the bull penis thing, so I I might as well just start playing the song because it's long. Um, Steve Ciszek is hurt, <laughs> and um, it's his hip, and he had had surgery on this part of his hip before. And uh, thanks, Joe Madden, for having Ciszek out there pitching through the pain because uh, they needed him. And um, so now you he's know hurt. what you know now why they, the you know why league. they needed him because he pitched every fucking game up to that point. Mm-hmm. Like totally overused the- last couple of years. We talked about that in the last show, but now he's now he's hurt. So you get what you get. You know, it really does make sense though when you look at his delivery that his arm is not going to be the thing that's going to blow up, but it's his hip. Yeah, because of the way he kind of bends over and does like a weird. Yeah, it's like a herky-jerky kind of coming a little from the side, you know, there. Yeah. You know, he's like bent in half like a little pretzel man. Yeah, and, and and I'm not smart enough to ever have looked at this and go, huh, he's going to have a hip problem. But now that I see there's a hip problem, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then uh, they also lost Kyle Ryan, who has been one of the most effective pitchers. Uh, he went on the bereavement list. You know, no details, but I mean, I don't care like i mean i do care that's sad somebody died in his family i guess um alec mills came up and actually pitched pretty well in a mop-up situation he came up and ate some innings so thanks alec uh he came up in replacement for kyle ryan but he should be back in philly and are you like me and you always want to call him alex no no i'm fine with alec alec always gets me like i'm always like alec really Alec really, Baldwin. Sure? Why do you say Alex Baldwin? I want to. <laughs> yeah. I want to. I also want to. I want to say Stefan Baldwin, but that's just me. And then Craig uh, <laughs> uh, Kimbrell is uh, <laughs> he? He's going to head to Philadelphia, and he might throw a bullpen session, so he's not going to be ready after the ten day situation because he would be eligible to come off and. I don't think we're going to see him until, uh, I don't know. They're not saying, so we don't know. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got floating bone fragments in his knee the same way Arietta has floating bone fragments in his elbow. Does he? Did, is, I didn't look, at, look it up. Does no, he? I'm just making oh, yeah. it up. <laughs> I think his no, knee hurts. No, because Arietta has fucking floating bone fragments, and he pitched like shit the other night, and he's like, 
oh, everything, like, anything off-speed wasn't working, is what he said. So basically, he could throw a fastball and nothing else. Because he's been pitching with this fucking, like, elbow thing forever. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I and mean, we're not going to face him, right? Face the Luckily, next. we won't face him, but maybe unluckily. Cause... Yeah, because it seems like it's not going well. Right, he could only throw fastballs. Right? He was good at Wrigley. Um, so uh, then the Cubs picked up uh, a right-hander named Chiwehu, who I assumed was actually a first baseman because who's on first? But this guy was a, a longtime uh, Twins and Rays prospect. And um, they also signed a Brewers cast-off named Alex Wilson, who was good for the Tigers. So Wait a second. Who did we sign from the Tigers last year? Well, no, it was two years Wilson. ago, Justin Wilson. So they had no, two okay, Wilson. I'm like, I'm like, hold on a second. Wait, what? I'm having deja vu right now. Yeah, another Tigers Wilson. So uh, anyway, they're shoring things up. But, you know, I mean, you look at, you know, I guess I'm doing the state of the bull penis early. But, you know, the, the bull penis tired because, uh uh, I mean, the starters haven't been going uh, very long in these games lately. Uh, well, you're going to find out that the bullpen is, is tired, but they were very good. They were very good, so. and it's a lot of young guys stepping up. So, I mean, if if you look, you know, at a guy who's kind of emerged right now, like Rowan Wick, who's in there taking a, a you know a ton of innings and um, you know lights out. Really, I think for the you most mean part, Ryan, Ryan Wick. No, see, Sorry. you don't know anybody's name. Oh. You you. <laughs> Um, you know, and you still got like, you know, you got Dylan Maples up now. He gave up a couple of home runs the other night and he you know, blew. <laughs> yeah, he blew. Um, and then, uh, but if, you know, Alec Mills has been good when he's been up and like, you know, and he was up last year too. So, but Kyle Ryan's been good. So it's these guys, you know, and then they picked up David Phelps, which we haven't seen a heck of a lot of. Um, but you know, I mean, the state of the bull penis, totally different. Right? I mean, this is not like there's like Pedro Strope is like the only guy in the bullpen. Wait, what? That was on the opening day <laughs> roster. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it is weird. No, uh, Kins- Kinsler, he's still there, right? Yeah, but he's hurt. Oh, he's hurt. Yeah, Kinsler's, right. okay. Kinsler's tit hurts. It's, oh, technically that's it's right. His pack. He had a he had a titty tweak. But, like, you know, all these guys, I mean, you got Dwayne Underwood up kind of. I don't even know if he's up right now. I don't think he is. But Dwayne um, Underwood, Jr., the second Esquire. Yeah, but, I mean, listen to these guys. Like, Xavier Sedano, you know, he's just hurt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, now they that, got Derek Holland. You know, X-Factor. like factor So, uh, yeah, Kinsler's still on the team, but Holland is new. Rowan Wick was not on the team opening day. Phelps was not on the team opening day. Kyle Ryan wasn't on the team opening day. Tim Collins is already gone. Steve Ciszek is hurt. Um, Alec Mills wasn't on their opening day. Chatwood was there. Oh, and we're going to talk about Chatwood. All right. And then. I'm in in love. I got a little chatty cat. He's been very valuable, but, you know, you know, Strope just came back, but like, you know, and Strobe looked good Kim, this week. Kimbrell's new. He's not here now. Montgomery's gone. Carl Edwards Jr.'s gone. Rosario's not up. Brad Brock is gone. I mean, it's a whole different crew. I mean, oh, it, and you know, the Mets picked up Brad Brock. Did you see that? I did. And yeah, he's from and... over there, so that's good for him. <laughs> but we're going to play the Mets soon. 
He's and you know Brad Brock's going to come out down. like goddamn Cy Young. Yep, he is. So are you ready for a little uh, rakes? I'm over here at mybookie.ag over on their sports book, and I'm looking at tonight's line. Tuesday, August 13th, 7.05 p.m. Eastern, 6.05 Central. And uh, my bookie's got it here as Quintana versus Vargas, who we saw earlier in the year. Uh, Cubs lost the game, but they got him out in the fifth. Yeah, he only pitched four in the change. Um, they saw him this year. I, uh, I'm thinking the Cubs are favored. Uh, negative 125 here on the money line. Over under of 10. This is a little. This is a tight one, you know, but I think the Cubs light up Vargas, although you won't make as much and be by betting, you know, against the uh, the uh, favored team, the Chicago Cubs. Uh, I would suggest you just bet on the Cubs and you live to play another day. Go to mybookie.ag. If you haven't done it before, use promo code RANTO. You get a 50% bonus on whatever you lay down. That's mybookie.ag. Go there, bet. You play, you win, you get paid. If you never want to hear a commercial on the Sun Ranto Show again, me wasting your time, well, uh, why don't you become a Patreon subscriber? It's how we do the show. It's how we keep it going. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. You get your own RSS feed. You download the show early and completely ad-free. Patreon.com slash Sunranto only cost a buck. Thanks. And here, here's the show again. So I picked up this rake at Home Depot. Let's pick up a rake at Home Depot. All right. It's oh, Jesus. Big. What? <laughs> Just a little excitable. <laughs> I, I see where you're going with this, though. It's, hey, it's, it's that big Nick energy. Oh, how can you how can you hold back that big Nick energy that the Cubs have been craving? It's the little blue cubby or it's a little little blue cubby blue pill that has has us all sitting i i wrote that wrong and just fucked it all up yep see that's what happens when you try to be the playwright and the actor yeah cubby blue pill that has us sitting up straight in our seats every time castianos comes up to bat with three dongs in nine hits for 1225 ops that would be enough but this week there's actually more where that came from we are getting real happy this week with Ian busting his three dongs right onto our seats in eight hits with less Ks and a 1286 OPS. Hap edges out the Big Nick energy by way of nine Arby's eyes nine times versus uh, Nick the Sticks three RBIs. Ah, but don't worry. I'm not forgetting our Disney demographic. Because KB is getting clutch. We want to make sure everyone knows the Sun Ranto show was always on the KB train. Never a doubt that he'd come through eventually. Oh, we always knew every. That's why we got so upset every time he came up in those clutch situations. We expected greatness. Yeah, and we finally got it on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, let's talk about these players because it is really so positive if you think about how everybody's been slotted in. Uh, you know, if you got big Nick energy out there in right field, just hitting everything except for one game, he finally his little hit streak ended on Saturday at three strikeouts, finally had a bad game against the Reds. Uh, but so did everybody else, you know. Yeah, in, that, in yeah, that, that was so literally when, everyone was bad that day. So... 
Uh, but he's been awesome. And what it does, too, is if you think about, and I know you're gonna, we're going to get to it with Flakes, but if you think about replacing Almora in center field with Hayward, you've, uh, you've upgraded two positions at that point. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to take more is not this, in there, but, uh, I was listening to into the basket, uh, a great podcast with, uh, Evan Altman, Julie DeCaro and Brad Robinson. Uh, they were talking about how like pirates field or pirates tigers where they play is a giant field. And that might be why, uh, Castellanos wasn't looking so good, but, you know, in these, you know, the Wrigley Field and stuff, his defense isn't quite as bad. Like, he can get to more balls and make more plays. He's looking better with the Cubs. But it might just be that, you know, he's got a little more of that big Nick energy because he's playing on a first-place team. Yeah, and I think there's that aspect of it, too. And then the other thing I want to mention about Hap is, like, are, are you even a little bit pissed off? that it took this long to, I mean, whenever he worked on it, obviously he wasn't tearing the cover off the ball early in spring training or, I mean, in uh, his, in spring training at all. But then in, uh, when they sent him to the minors, he wasn't good at first. And then that last month he really figured out and they made him stay down there that whole month when the Cubs weren't scoring any runs and we're having to watch like Addison fucking Russell and Daniel Descalso getting starts. Albert Almora let off a bunch and then they finally got wise and brought his ass up and now he's Ian's busting out, out. you know, he's Look, busting out. The Sun Ranto show host Lyle Aker was the first one on this. What the fuck did Ian Hamp do? do? Yeah. And- what did he do to because it, like, yes, he was not playing well. It feels like it was more than that, right? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, we talked about it on the show. I you know, I'd heard that he was like rolling around in a sports car doing like side projects instead of like getting his work in. And then he was sucking at spring training. And then, yeah, uh, he had Tom Ricketts wife in the passenger seat. Yeah. That well, car. that yeah, that's why you, how you get sit down. So uh, <laughs> let's let's move on. Yeah, I went I went to a uh, party at the top in uh, at London Bridge underneath London Bridge in my grunge days. And uh, I I uh, took oxygen. Danny, you didn't have flavored oxygen. You might have hung out with grungy people, but you were you were fancy. You were you were like a David Bowie in that group. Yeah, there were some grungy days in there, too. <laughs> You're like, well, sometimes I wouldn't change yeah. for three days. Yeah. And then I fit right in. Yeah, but I was wearing orange pants. <laughs> um, so, yeah, who sucks? Uh, unfortunately, it's my guy, Dub Al. Albert Almora has fallen back to earth uh, here as of late with his 133, 188, 133 slash line for a 321 OPS on two hits and a walk. And five strikeouts. I like Albert Almora. I really do. I I hope for the best for the guy. I really wanted to play well, and and I have an irrational fandom of this guy. I see he's not playing well, but you know, he was. He kind of jumped up to the top there for about well, a week and a half, and now he's back be, where he was. He can't be leading off. Like I, 
Joe did it again. I was like, are you trying to get fired, dude? Because, you know, this Don't is the game. Five bats in a game. Yeah. I mean, he, he leads off in that Saturday game where Nick the Stick finally had his bad game. And, you know, he that was a the 10 to 1 loss. You know, and Al Moore's leading this thing off. He goes 0 for 4. Like, I mean, who saw that coming? Except everybody. <laughs> and it just, you know, come on, man. Don't, I mean, you, you, you know, sure, get him in there sometimes. Let him get some starts in center. You know, spell people. You know, let well, switch it I up. Actually, let him face, I mean, even though his lefty-righty splits aren't what they were. You know, like, he's not hitting right uh, lefties like he was last year and the year before and what his split said. Now he's all over the fucking place. Yeah, I actually really like how Joe has used him over the last week in late game defensive situation. Yeah. You move uh, Hayward back over to right and you put Almora in center starting in like the sixth or seventh inning. Almora gets one, maybe two at bats. That is, that seems to be the right way to use him right now because he is more valuable defensively than he is offensively. And that feels right. Yeah. So yeah. even though I'm an Almora fan, like, I get it. Like, he shouldn't be starting. But using him in that way seems get a lead, stick him out in, in center field. If Castellanos is not that good, they know better than we do, you pull him off and you move Hayward over, and now you have a much stronger outfield to, you know, stop the other team from scoring. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and his platoon splits, I'm looking it up here uh, right now. He's better against righties this year. It's totally opposite of what it was last year. Like, he's got a 740 OPS. Ten of his home runs have come against righties versus two against lefties. Oh, yeah. I mean. 523 OPS. You know, two, over 200 points lower. Yeah. You, so, you work really hard to fix the glaring weakness. And then all of a sudden you're doing okay on that, but then your strength is no longer good. Well, then last year is he had a little more power against uh, righties, or actually it was about the same, but he, he actually uh, batted only 13 points higher. You know, and that's all he does is batting average. You know, but yeah. he uh, he was better against lefties last year. He's better against righties this year. So, like, what do you do with that shit? You know what I mean? But, I yeah, maybe he fixed the one thing and ruined the other. <laughs> you know, I don't guess that's what's going on so yeah but i mean do you think that joe has been using him correctly recently when no, he brings he's, him in late in the game does that make sense no that makes sense and he's been, he was overexposed before and now it's going to make more sense and maybe and just like he was the the raker last week and turned into the flaker this week uh because yeah. regression is a powerful thing you know there's also time it's not working for us yeah there's also the aspect that he was being used a little bit more properly maybe last week than this week where they had him lead off. So, Yeah, that, that really doesn't make any sense. Um, but when you're bringing him in late in the game, like what we were talking about, that seems to work for him. And that gives you the option of batting him ninth because you bring him in and for the double pitcher. switch. Yeah. yeah. You put him in the pitcher spot. You put uh, – you know, the pitcher and, you know, whoever batted last spot sort of a thing, you know, and you move them around. Like, there are ways to use these players to get the best out of them. Yeah, and that and that shows, like, uh, like the proper way, the depth there, you know, to use him. Uh, you know, right maybe now lay there's down a, a ton of outfielders, right? 
or well, at least guys. That yeah, I mean, Hap, especially you added two with Hap and Castellanos, you know, and you added two big bats in the corner, so you you want to get those guys in there. Um, but and, and the offense has definitely been there from those guys, so you need that shit in the lineup until it goes cold. Uh, in the meantime, you obviously have to keep guys playing. I think Al Moore is one of those guys that does need to play a lot in order to, to succeed, that he's not like a come-off-the-bench dude and make-things-happen guy. Although yeah, his, it's, his not hair, a, it's not a one-at-bat thing for him. If he can get two at-bats like late in the game, it might be enough for him. I his, his hair would suggest that he's changing and that maybe he'll be better <laughs> at that in the future. So uh, let's move on beautiful hair. to uh, throw it up. Throw it up, motherfucker. All right, let me tell you. The throws is a goat damn mess this week with Lester somehow being good by letting in three runs in his last game and Darvish edging him out by only allowing three solo home runs. You know, it was like three runs, but it was all homers but he lasted six instead of Lester's five. Like when you're looking at the starting pitching. Yeah. It's been weak this week. It's been rough. So I'm saying, fuck those guys. Let's give it to Chatwood who came in and threw three masterful innings and saved Hamill's ass. He gave up one hit and one walk while striking out six over three Cubs won this game 12 to five. After Chatty came in and blew through the commies for three innings, held him down, he got the W and the throws for that side. Like that was great. Yeah, I but, agree. I, I'm, I'm all I'm all on board with this throws. Yeah, but how about throws for the entire fucking bullpen this week? Twenty three point one innings. They have allowed four total runs. That's an ERA under two. That's well under two week. Yeah. yeah, and that's the worst part of this team. Now, granted, none They're of all these hurt. guys yeah. played for the Cubs. Not at the beginning of the a year, A month no. ago. Yeah. A month ago, basically. Yeah, we don't even know what we're looking at. I forget everybody's name. <laughs> like, like I could, I was like, who's pitching? And then Pat Hughes said it again, and I couldn't really understand him. And I'm like, hell? Hell? Yeah, oh, you're like 78? Phelps. Yeah, who's, who's that? Number 78? Yeah. 44? Oh, wait, that's Rizzo. Why is Rizzo pitching? So how about uh just put your lips together and blow. Every starter except Q gets a blow because Q didn't pitch in this series against the Reds. And so he's still got his sterling 1.29 ERA intact from his A's game. Yeah, Cubs do nothing but win when he starts, too. Cubs have won the last uh, six out of – or no, his last seven starts, and he's gotten yeah. a win in six of them. Yeah, yeah, he, he's been great. Uh, you know, but everybody except for Q gets the blows and not the good kind. Uh, but so the whole starting staff, and I'm giving it to Dylan Maples in the bullpen for giving up two home runs to the commies right after Hendricks left the game after giving up seven. Oh my God. That might've been Hendricks worst start ever. Is it? Ooh, I don't know. Question. That's something I'm sure it uh, isn't. I wish there was some way to figure it out. I don't ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't look it up, but I I don't (laughs) feel like it right now, but I mean that that's a lot of runs for Kyle Hendricks like that. I don't think I've remember 
I mean, I remember John Lester blowing up this way. I remember Q blowing up this way. I remember Darvish blowing up this way. But I don't, not in recent memory do I remember Kyle Hendricks being this fucking shitty. And, you know. Well, this, part of it is because Joe would never let him give up more than two runs. Yeah, you know, it'd be in the third inning. It's like, oh, you're done, son. 48 yeah. pitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. Um yeah, I mean, he's been with the team for a while, so there might have been an opportunity. But I'm looking like the most runs. Well, actually, he gave up seven against. Yeah, but how many innings? Yeah, he you gave know? up seven against well, Atlanta in that shit-ass game, but when only two were earned. Oh, that really rainy fucking extra innings bullshit game that the Cubs came back and won. No, no, that was last year. About? That was last year. Oh, I thought you were talking about no last this year. Oh, you're year. saying this year? He yeah, gave the up seven. the five uh, the five error game, like right at the beginning, oh, the first oh, second oh, series like, of the like year. Game four, yeah, game, game four, four or five, yeah, exactly oh, four, man. yeah. Monday night in Atlanta, or maybe it was Tuesday. I don't remember, but um, I thought you were talking about that shitty game last year. That's when you say an Atlanta game and shit ass. I think of that rainy ass bullshit game. But Kyle might not have been pitching that day. But Actually, I, Brett Anderson pitched that day, I think. April 26th. No, I think it was Chatwood that started that one last oh, year. Oh, was it Chatwood? Yeah. Brett Anderson was the year before that. God, do you even know about the Cubs? <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I, it's I all blending together for you. All the bad Cubs starters straight have another beer michael (laughs) (laughs) so uh actually kyle hendricks gave up seven runs in five innings against the diamondbacks earlier this year so that happened so he was bad uh i just didn't remember i blocked it out and hopefully i'll block out this game because i was sitting actually at the white Sox game i sarah sanchez had uh extra ticket so I went I've, out there. I've actually heard about this on two other podcasts. This makes the third. Oh, so I don't even have to say anything. Yeah, I went to the game with Corey Fenner and Sarah you, Well, actually, on the Ivy Envy podcast, you were not mentioned. Oh, I wasn't mentioned? <laughs> not at this game. Dude, you I, were mentioned, but not that you went to the game. But then uh, Sarah Sanchez said you did. I was a little confused. Yeah, see, some people want to be associated with me and other people do not. <laughs> well, he said that Corey did say he hung out with you, and then he said he couldn't get into a concert. And yeah. I was like, why didn't you just call Danny back up? Like, I didn't understand. Well, he did, and I got him a ticket to the game for free, and he didn't even mention me. <laughs> no, he said Sarah gave it to him. Yeah, she did, but it was through me. <laughs> I I told oh, Sarah to Corey, send him the ticket. You're getting called on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> not a fucking – I do not care. Um, no, uh, it sounded like that was a fun game, though. Yeah, I like, mean, Eloy. All, all was, you guys, Eloy all you Cubs fans sitting there watching the Sox. Yeah, and we're watching Eloy hit diggers and win the game on <laughs> Eloy bobblehead night. And meanwhile, we're sitting there looking at the scoreboard. You know, this is how we're keeping track of the Cubs game. We're oh, like, and you're just watching that, like, ding, ding, yep, yep, ding. Yep. <laughs> just keeps like going up. Yeah, man, 2 nothing. Oh, man, what's, what's going on over there? You look at your phone. Look up five nothing. Fuck! What the fuck's happening? You know, seven nothing. What? Wait, hold on. And then you look down at your phone and you've got all these notifications telling you how shitty your team is and how that you should maybe <laughs> become a White Sox fan at this point. Team on the rise. 
They are. They are. I think they'll be good. I, I will say uh, when I was in Chicago, I did not get a chance to go to a Wrigley. That's fine. I've been there a million times. But I went to my first Sox game, and it was actually very fun. It was enjoyable. Yeah, you get uh, tickets for cheap. So, you know, it's it's great baseball. They got a lot of exciting players. Like, you know, I don't know and, the AL as well as I do the NL. So it's, like, interesting to, like, learn other players. Oh, they were playing the Mets when I was there. So Oh, yeah. So they are playing <laughs> the A's, and we had just seen them. So I kind of knew some of their players. So that made me enjoy the game more, actually. Um, so let's talk about this Red Series. We kind of already did. But they started out. Well, I mean, they won the first game. They won uh, 12 to 5, but it didn't really. But then you look at that score, and if you had just looked at the box score, you're like, oh, man, Cubs like really won uh, big, you know? And then, then you look into it, and you're like, ooh, Cole Hamels. Woof. He looked rough. And, and honestly, I would say Darvish looked rough. Lester, like, everybody looked like. Haggard. Cincinnati was 115 degrees with 95 percent humidity, didn't they? Like I mean, when they were on the on the mound, they just looked like sweaty and hot and uncomfortable. <laughs> like, it looked bad. It's true though. Like you know, like little kids will run around in 100 degree humid weather, and you could probably get away to uh, with that till your mid 20s. But all our pitchers are old, so they're just out there, be like, oh god. Fucking sweating balls out here, <laughs> you know. Like, like I need to. They're probably going back and powdering their nuts between innings. <laughs> I mean, it was like, yeah, I was Chafing. watching, and I was just waiting for them to talk about like, oh yeah, Cole Hamels isn't feeling well today or something. Yeah, like, well, they they've all been getting sick too. Like, there's something going around the pitching staff, like. Yeah, it's uh, called an IERA. So yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, but so that was d- disheartening. You know, I would say. Uh, maybe I should play one of the dishearteningings. How about this one? That's a disheartening fucking situation that we're in right now. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if that's the way Cole Hamble is going to pitch, <laughs> we're fucked. He, I, I don't think he's going to pitch like that. I think we saw the Cole Hamels that we expected to see in his first start. I think he got out there. I Something was going on because yeah. it wasn't just him. Like, all the starting pitchers looked like they were – like going to have an alien baby it was going to burst out of their chest during the game and the the reds pictures looked fine they looked like they're younger they're younger well not trevor bauer he's he's younger he's younger than lester is he's younger Younger than cole hamels well everybody's younger than lester ish now yeah but, uh, I mean, this game ended up being fun, but the Cubs didn't, didn't really start winning it, winning it until the seventh. I mean, they were already winning, but not by a lot. And because Cole Hamels had blown up and gave up those five. And uh, then the That's Reds. That's when Chadwood came in and shut the Reds Shut down. it down, and then the Reds gave up. And they had Kyle Farmer in there pitching for them. Uh, position player Kyle Farmer. He's the catcher, right? Uh, I believe he is. And... He was throwing so slow, it did not register on pitch tracks. Oh, no, he's a second baseman. Oh, is he? Yeah, I guess so. Who the fuck knows who he is? is this but he was throwing the ball so slow, it wouldn't register on pitch tracks or on the the gun. So nobody really knew how fast he was throwing. He was throwing like 55, which, by the way, as hard as I can fucking throw. <laughs> like, I... 
like hurt myself throwing that hard. He, he do- was throwing like fifty. He does 55. catch a little bit too. He's catcher, first baseman, second, third. His utility. I was gonna say catcher made yeah. sense when you said he, it. And then pitcher, <laughs> utility, yeah. and he, bit, he pitched an inning and a third. It was pretty heroic outcome, especially because yeah, I mean, how slow was that? I mean, yeah, like you said, it didn't register. They're making was, fun of that. It was like that. in the fifties. It was like seriously in the high forties, low fifties. Yeah, but they what throwing. their gun starts at seventy, like. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, they have sorry. to, they have to like ratchet it up to certain speeds because otherwise like a bird flies by and they fucking get a bird read. Oh, I got you. you. Know? <laughs> oh, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> like that bird was going a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> the and then it got hit bird. by a Randy Johnson fastball. fastball. Yeah. But um, uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was funny watching the, the players try to hit him because, like, Hayward, like, he had to, like, do this little hop step dance to, like, even try to hit it. And then he did. They had to slide up during their swing into the front of the box. Yeah, they could not time it. Um, and Garrett's- by the way, you can't go out of the box. Like, that's illegal to get out of the box. You can be on the lines, but you can't step out of the box. So, like, completely uncomfortable they did not know what they were doing it was hilarious yeah and uh hey hayward couldn't hit it he looked pretty silly brian oh, looked- he, he pounded that ball into the ground yeah yeah because the ball was actually coming in at maybe like a 55 degree angle downward yeah so when you hit it like unless you're hitting straight up but then it's gonna do like what javi's did well, Javi, I mean, I wanted to save the cherry on top for that because <laughs> turning around and batting lefty. And then Which was so awesome that he did. That. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. And it was all in good fun. Like, it wasn't showing you up. Everybody was having fun with it. And the fact that he went down to his knee, swinging out of his shoes and then flying to center, you know, like he gave the ball a bit of a ride, you know, it was fun. You know, he was out, but, you know, he was going for it. He wanted to hit a home run left-handed. So I did not hear, did the Reds announcers get pissy about that? Because uh, JD was talking about how how it could be perceived as like making fun of them well especially because they've been getting into it into it with the pirates and everything and yeah but i didn't know if the reds announcers because tom brenneman you expect let's let's see what they have here hold on Uh, left-handed for the first time this is the story before he's (laughs) left-handed so they sometimes i played the other announcers 12-5 cut of the bottom slow pitch softball no. Sorry, everybody. It's just No, like, you got to go to the red site, and then you got to hope yeah, that yeah. they're going to play them, that, which yeah. you're not. Whatever. It's, um, because Tom Brenneman, while he may not have gotten upset about it, he did not have fun with it, right? No, I, I think they enjoyed Javi. Uh, my, my memory on Twitter is that people are like, and Brenneman was even nice about that. They were having fun with it, and they thought that it was funny that Javi did that. Yeah. And J.D. talked about how it could be perceived as a slight, but I don't think anybody felt that in that situation. Like it, it's Javi Baez who generally I think has a very good reputation throughout baseball. Well, right? and you know, he's taken batting practice left-handed. So it's not like it's this unprecedented thing. And, well, and he's actually left-handed and he's actually left-handed. Exactly. 
And he does everything left-handed except for play baseball. Isn't that the weirdest thing? Like, normally you would think, like, being a lefty at bat, being a lefty pitcher, you know, like, that's generally a good thing in baseball. But because he wanted to play middle infield, he had to switch. Now, everybody just go out and throw the goddamn ball with your wrong hand. And then imagine being one of the best in the world now at doing that. Yeah, doing that. Amazing. Yeah, jeez. I mean, just talent beyond belief. I mean, the man is gifted. What can you say? And uh, and we can, uh, you know, kind of not talk about game one anymore and go to game two, um, even though Nick Castellanos. <laughs> you want to you roll in the mud, don't you? Well, I mean, Castellanos, man, he was just lighting up. He had three homers in these first two games of this series, and even though he homered in this one, uh, the Cubs were one for ten risp. I was going to say, can we start talking about how Castellanos in the second spot is in the wrong spot in the lineup? Yeah, he should be batting fifth. Back, and yeah. Well, it's because the whole team is Castellanos. Like, everybody I'm, I'm is actually a, a number to- five hitter. I'm, I'm completely kidding. Every, every, <laughs> every fucking hitter on this team is a number five or six. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. And so you can't get anybody to drive you in. Like, you know, they had some base runners. They wasted huge opportunities in this game. Um, yes, but Trevor Bauer also did kick our ass. So like the KB fact that he got couldn't... thrown out going home when he didn't need to, that was and, stupid. And, 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 and that was the end of the game. I mean, that was yeah, the Cubs' right. best chance. And uh, you, you would have had like first and third or no, it would have been second and third with one out instead of like, what yeah, did but KB went home on that, which he did not need to do. And just fucking straight to bland now does that mean that the cubs are going to after that score him no but it was just a stupid mistake right there like it really it really drove me nuts and then you know it just feels like they would have had one more out in that inning well it doesn't feel like that that's actually how baseball works they would have had one more out in that inning if he hadn't gotten thrown out of well, the fact is, is in this game, Baez, Hap, and Schwarber or Caratini didn't hit shit. Obviously, Darvish didn't, but the entire, the the top, you know, the, the, they didn't, Cubs only had five hits in this game, took four walks too, but like the top of the lineup did all the base running and got on base, and the bottom five, six, seven, eight, nine did nothing in this game, like zero things. <laughs> no hits, no walks, you know. So they were the table was set, and then they just couldn't. Nobody at the bottom of the lineup could drive anybody in. So, what was are you going to do? Was this like the most run differential bullshit series ever? Because it was twelve five, then it was then it was five no, it's two. Pretty, it was pretty ten, even, pretty even again. Three. Yeah, but it like yeah. It, it's just one of those things. You lose that, like, by nine, you win by three, you lose by three. They outscored us, and they. Split, I, mean, and they I guess split. it was it was two and two on the series, and it was. And they outscored us by three. Yeah, it's just like whatever. But I mean, Trevor Bauer, you know, and it was interesting, like because he's kind of like a guy that the Indians let go because he's a head case. I assume is why he got shipped because they're in first place as of last I looked, and they just won today. I Apparently think, they have a pretty good hitter named Puig. Yeah, who they got for Trevor Bauer. And it's a weird thing. You're like, I mean, it's 
it's like the equivalent of us trading like Kyle Hendricks right now and be like, okay, we could do better. Uh, Kyle Hendricks is a head case. Let's get rid of him and get another bat. And, and that's <laughs> just know, thinking of Kyle Hendricks as a head case is hilarious. I know, but that's what happened here. And so, but Trevor Bauer is still a good pitcher regardless. Uh, and now he's in the central for a while and you know, the reds are getting better and uh, let's face it. Like the reds are not the pushover team. They were a while ago. And, um, Oh, you know, the what? Reds have not been a pushover team for the Cubs for a couple of years. All yeah. year. Well, which brings me to uh, as long as we're like pretty much halfway through these games, um, Artie Boucher, um, many time winner of the Sun Rancho scavenger hunt is yeah, uh, he, he called Artie in Boucher, great guy out here in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. So uh, he, he called in and uh, he has a, uh, a small talking point for the podcast. Hey, it's Artie Boucher. And I thought I'd give you guys a little bit of a talking point because yeah, we need more things to talk about the next podcast so the cubs are having a little time. bit of trouble with the reds over this year and the past few years of beating them and back in high school i had a little something similar to this and it was called the watanabe revenge what and i had back in playing tennis in high school i could pretty much beat any of my opponents that i played throughout the season except for this one particular player and his name was watanabe that was his last name and he could not be anybody he played except for me and so it just was kind of one of those weird things so i'm wondering if this is kind of something similar that the cubs are facing maybe the revenge of uh who was that uh the was won the rookie of the year a long time ago uh was it chris sabo uh instead of mark grace winning the rookie of the year that one year like back in 87 88 somewhere around there anyways what are you guys thoughts thanks well i think first of all that none of the players on either one of the teams probably even heard of chris sabo (laughs) 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 at this point but uh, <laughs> and second, what's that guy's name? I, I actually remember the name Chris Sabo. That is hilarious. Yeah, so that's right. that's that's for me and your age and Artie pre birth. Everyone in the MLB. everyone in the MLB. But um, what Nobby is the guy's name that beat Artie at tennis over and over again, and he couldn't beat anybody else. I I, I that's interesting that uh, that that's the case, and I think that there might be something to that with this Reds team. You know, you build, I, you know, Cubs have been the number one team for a while, since 2015, I would argue. And, um, you know, I think you build your teams in the Central to beat our teams. You know, like, and, you know, it's not easy. You can't just go out and do that. You know, it's you not easy You can save your do. season by beating the number one team, though. Yeah, and, you know, so you look at, you know, how do you beat, the Cubs, you know, really tough lefties. And so, like, the Brewers stack them out of their bullpen. They got really tough lefties that none of the Cubs can hit. You know, how are the Reds doing it this year? Uh, well, they're not really doing it, first of all, except against us. But how do they neutralize us? Well, they fucking babbit us to death. Their pitching has been good all year. So, like, their pitching has been good against everybody. So, you give them that credit, except for the one night against us this time. But, uh, you know... They they just go up there and they make contact with the baseball. Cubs do not have they have guys that only hit solo home runs. They're all number five hitters. Nobody's ever fucking on base. Nobody hits singles. I mean, I'm this is all hyperbolic at this point. But you know what I mean? Like the Reds, they've won a lot of games just by putting that ball, hit them where they ain't kind of bullshit. 
and weak contact and just like and a lot of the teams that have beaten us I think annoyingly this year have done it that way and you're like they're not even hitting it hard that was only 78 miles per hour off the bat I'm like doesn't matter it scored two right because they walk crazy is that with that like good pitching that they have had they're plus 38 in the run differential which should put them at second place in this division They've just lost a lot of real close games because their bullpen is actually not that great. Yeah, it's, like a, it's their starters, you know, and they're a couple then, of pieces away, though. You know what I mean? Like that was not a bad trade to get a little control of Bauer in order to, uh, you know, kind of sell an asset. You're not going anywhere this year, really. So my, I was actually excited about anywhere. the Reds last year. I was excited about them last year. They did not have the pitching to get through, but I mean, that's a good. They're a good team. Like yeah, Rysel Iglesias at the back end, too. Like, they were holding yeah. on to him. You know, he's flamethrower if his arm holds up. You know, he's been a very good pitcher for them. So, you know. And now they've, yeah, now they've got a, a front-of-the-line starter, maybe, you know, a two, possibly a one with Bauer. Like, yeah, possibly. A, I mean, definitely a one. I mean, that was, he was a great a, pickup, and, I mean, he's going to play where play well there. Uh, 20 miles from Noah's Ark. <laughs> um, well, and then Sonny Gray's no slouch, and Castillo's been good all year. Disclafani, they were really high on him, but he's kind of moved down the pecking order here. And then they got Alex Wood, who had been good for the Dodgers, wasn't really great against Well, the... he was injured. Like, right. he's been injured a lot. But, yeah, Alex Wood just came back for them. He played well. If he gets his form back and becomes a – four or a five, like that's a good strong lineup. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good starting rotation. And then, you know, and then I guess we could talk about Sonny Gray real quick. Cause he was good against us, you know, only two hits. He gave up, he did give up four walks, but he struck out seven through six. And that was the game in which the Reds just put up shitloads of offense. And it was already seven zip, or well, it was nine zip by the end of the fourth. So like, whatever Cubs managed a run in the ninth. Um, <laughs> That was embarrassing. Fake rally. Yeah, pretty much. Schwarber hit a home run. Solo shot. Uh, very. <laughs> it, was, it was reminiscent of some uh, other clerch homers I'd seen in the past from KB. And then, uh, I mean, we don't really have to talk about that game. Reds had 18 hits. Uh, nobody was good. Maples was bad. We already talked about that. Um, and then game four, I mean, and this I have to share this. Let me just start game four by, by just playing this. Real quick. To center field for a single in the sixth inning. And it's in the air to left field, and the Cubs have taken the lead. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Did you did you hear that? <laughs> that is two pencils breaking. Two? I only heard one. Oh, no, no, no. There's one early. Play it again. You'll hear one, and then he says unbelievable, and then he breaks another one okay, after let's, the unbelievable. Let's, let's go through. To or maybe field the same for one. a single in the sixth inning. There. And it's in the air to That's left a... field, and the Cubs have taken the lead. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. There. See? Yeah. That's no, two. No, no. The first one. <laughs> no, it's not. The first one is fucking Chris Bryant's home run. <laughs> no, it was after he hit it. No, it's it. I'm looking at the video. 
<laughs> it's okay. the sound of the ball hitting the bat. The second sound. I've only is, heard the video. I haven't seen it. Is the, Tom Bredeman's left yeah. heart ventricle collapsing in on itself from <laughs> sadness. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Crack. <laughs> just breaking shit in the booth. Oh, That's God. Actually, and, and unfortunately, you've just destroyed my TFC because that was my TFC. It's just too goddamn funny. Too good. Yeah, Tom Brenneman, <laughs> angry Tom Brenneman might it he, he's he's uh, like heading into Hawk Harrelson territory now. I don't know. This that's a good question. Who hate who hated the Cubs better? Hawk Harrelson or Tom Brenneman? I'm kind of a Well, Tom Marty Brenneman hated the Cubs too. Like, you know, it's kind of a yeah. father-son thing like I might have to lump those guys together and just go Brenneman. <laughs> you know what I mean? And also that shit plays in Cincy. Like you got a lot of like Kentucky fans, you know, like you got some good old boys. They like mixing well, it up on Friday night and fighting. 19 times a year. It's not this four times or whatever that the Sox see the Cubs. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, the, at this point, you know, the Cubs have been on top of the division for four years straight. And, you know, Reds fans are fucking sick of it. And they're sick of their, you know, stadium being taken over. And oh, Enough already. Yeah, well, it's been a while. They've been <laughs> mad about it. For, they've been mad about it for a while. So, um, yeah, it, this was a great win. Uh, KB's three-run homer in the seventh. I mean, that was so awesome. Super two, clutch. Two outs, two in that moment. Like, so good. And that, that whole rally started with two outs. And I believe it started with, like, a half double. And they, you know... They yeah, I was listening on the radio while doing yard work, and I was so fucking confused there for a little while because they kind of went to a break. I think they changed pitchers, and I thought it was a different inning. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's going on? Oh, yeah, because yeah, uh, there was a break, yeah. So, they, yeah. yeah, they did change pitchers, and they brought in Lorenz in, and KB promptly homered off of him, and it was uh, beautiful. Um, hap- and apparently KB hasn't homered in – Great American ballpark for like yeah, two or three yeah, years. Yeah, two or three years. Yeah, that was a weird stat considering he like had like the game of his life there. Yeah, like three homers or some shit. Like five for five. Like I couldn't believe that when they said it. I was just like, where has the world gone? And then I looked at my 14 year old son who's not taller than me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting old. So, yeah, so, I mean, you split, you know. Uh, I mean, at least they didn't lose the series. You know what? A split is a fucking positive thing. I mean, honestly, we needed that fourth game just to get the split. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, I guess I'm a little disappointed, you know. It's just like if. I I Honestly, I'm not. It's hostile territory. The Cubs Is it, are... though? Is it, though? That place is packed with Cub fans. Sounds like a home game on the radio. But but the Cubs are terrible on the road, regardless of where they're at. Yeah, regardless and... of hanging home jerseys in their lockers. Yeah, I know. But, you know, hey, I'm just happy they got a split on the road. They haven't won a road series since May. Yeah. Something like that, so... A split is not a win. It's a it's a step in the right direction. Right. It's better than the alternative. I'm glad we're not going to go into the next series going, like, they haven't done anything 
Oh, wait, we are going to say that. Never yeah. mind. It's a little bit of uh, I don't know about robot style. It's a little robot style. It really is robot style at this point. So, um, yeah, the, the Phillies playing Phillies tomorrow in Philadelphia on Tuesday. The fighting Phils. The fighting Phils. They're not that fighting, though. They're 60 and 58 and in fourth place, nine back. Yeah, apparently the Mets. Surging. Uh, what the fuck is Nationals, going on there? Nationals actually good, maybe. Also ahead of the Well, Phillies. but the Braves are fucking way out in front. I mean, kind of. I mean, the division is They're eight not, games not, or something. Wait. It's, uh, they are six games oh, ahead six of D.C., games. which is a good lead, but we've seen leads like this evaporate. Sure, they have many inter-division uh, inter, uh, games still. I mean, sure. the elimination numbers are out. It's 38 for the for the Braves right now, that means nothing <laughs> to anybody. Um, so yeah, but but yeah, they're surging. Uh, Mets are eight and two uh, right now. The wild card team wild card teams are actually Washington and C- and St. Louis. If the season ended today, with uh, Milwaukee and the Mets right behind, and Philadelphia yeah, it, is two games out of the wild card right now. Nobody in the West. The West is done. Yeah, and the less of which makes me think that the Dodgers aren't as good as the Dodgers might think they are. You know what I mean? Because they're right. out there playing some shitty teams. They're beating up on. They have the weakest division with the so-called best team. But we'll see about that. You know what I mean? The, the best team in that division that is not the Dodgers. Dodgers are six fifty-eight winning percentage. Second place is Arizona, five hundred. Yeah, that's the second place team is five hundred. Even in, uh, you know, like we've got St. Louis and Milwaukee are 526 and 521. Like that's better than the second place team in the West. And the third place team is better than. No, well, our fourth place team is almost as good as their third place. team. Well, here's the thing about the Phillies right now. I wouldn't say that – I mean, they probably thought that they won the last couple of off-seasons, right? You get uh, – you got uh, uh, Bryce Harper. You, you signed him this last time. Yeah, they uh, got Arietta. They, they got, got Arietta the time before. They already they had – Ari- Or did they, they have him? They had already had Nola, right? Okay. So then you got some young, nice arms like Vin- Vince Velasquez, and, you know, you're just kind of like, you know – but then they they lose. Uh, now this year they lost um, Andrew McCutcheon, who like you know he's on the last half of his career, but he's done for the season. Uh, you lose, uh, and then you pick up guys like Jay Bruce. They get hurt. I mean, you got guys like Reese Hoskins, who's actually better OPS wise, their first baseman, young first baseman, than Bryce Harper. But then you have uh, Michael Franco. That's his name, right? No, no, it wasn't him. Sorry. Udubel Herrera. Oh, yeah. Their young player. It was he got suspended for uh, domestic violence. It was Udubel, not Michael. (laughs) I I, I feel bad if I said the wrong guy. You don't want to drag it. Like PEDs, who gives shit? But Udubel Herrera. Domestic violence, you don't want to drag it. I just had to get back to my notes. Um, Yeah, and so 
I don't know. They have lots of pitchers that are injured right now, and they are three and seven in their. And Arietta should probably be on the injured list. He should probably be shut down for the season because I think it, he's probably going on shortly because after the last game, he talked about how he couldn't throw properly. I think he's going on the IL soon. So that team's a bit of a mess. They're three and seven in their last ten. Um, we're playing them in Philly, and they are eight games over at home. So it's you know not they're better obviously. Most teams are. Um, the Phillies split with the Cubs at Wrigley in a four-game set. Cubs scored two more runs in that series. And um, Sean Rodriguez is on this team. Um, and it's been four years now since he lost that fight to that water cooler in the wild card game. <laughs> um, Jake Arrieta, you know, not really working out. Like, I, well, that was a, a bullet dodge. Even if he was good, we wouldn't see him in this series. Yeah. Um, and they did recently pick up Corey Dickerson, who's a promising outfielder from the Pirates. That was like kind of their trade deadline ad, but they had to do something with McCutcheon. And I remember when the uh, Minnesota Vikings got him from the Cowboys. It was amazing. <laughs> so they're just kind of fighting to stay in it right now. You know, um, you know, I think that probably if you're a Philadelphia Philly fan, you're probably disappointed as how, you know, you when you think that you get Bryce Harper, it's going to be better, but it really hasn't been. And, um, you know, Bryce Harper, uh, he has the 55th best OPS in the majors among qualifiers. Bryant, Rizzo, and Baez are all better. Uh, Reese Hoskins, who's on the team with him, is better. So, like, you, you drop $330 million on a guy, and yeah, you kind of want to be in, I don't know, second place. Yeah. <laughs> You're fourth. Yeah. So, uh, offensively, the Cubs have the seventh best OPS. The Phillies have the eighth worst. Uh, Cubs have the eighth most homers. Phillies have the eighth least. Do the Phillies still have their shithead manager, though, too? I think so. Yeah, they've got their guy that everybody, like at the beginning of the season, was talking about how they didn't expect him to make it through the end of the season. Gabe Gabe Kapler. Yeah, Yeah. Gabe Kapler driving people nuts. Well, I mean, it's not working out. Yeah. Also, uh, teacher for the Sweathogs. Oh, wait, that's Gabe Kaplan. Sorry. Um, and then uh, <laughs> we are dating ourselves. Yeah. On these shows, sometimes. <laughs> so uh, people are like Dave Kaplan. Yeah, like no, different Kaplan. Um, <laughs> the both teams take a, a a fair amount of walks, eighth and ninth in the majors. Uh, Cubs strike out a little bit more, but both teams are average. Phillies have an average number of stolen bases. Um, the Cubs have the third least. We knew that. Uh, the Cubs have scored 34 more runs than the Phillies. And uh, pitching-wise, uh, the Cubs pitching, well, their ERA overall for the whole team is a half a run better than the Phillies. The Cubs relievers are uh, three-quarters of a run better than the Phillies. They walk more hitters. Both teams are uh, pretty average. But the Cubs are now 11th best in not giving up the free pass. Oh, they! I mean, it's there's a completely different thing happening in that pitching staff right now than what was the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah, they're it, not walking, amazing. guys. Yeah, it's amazing. Whatever they did in that pitch lab, it's working. Um, this, uh, by the way, the Philadelphia minus 33 on run differential. Yeah, well, you're not going to be much higher in fourth place usually doing that. 
So they, I mean, unless you're the Reds. Yeah. So they've given up the third most home runs. That might have something to do with it. The Cubs have given up the eighth least home runs. And the Cubs actually strike out more batters than the, than the Phillies do. And both teams are pretty average. The Cubs have the 11th most errors. The Phillies have the 12th most errors. And now I'd like to announce, well, it, it's a bit of sad news. Oh, no. Is it a dirge? It is a dirge. <laughs> 696 now. Oh, we dropped. We're dropping. The incredible dropping dirr. But it's better than the Phillies 689. So we're 11th in that category in the majors, though. So, but above average. It's not the worst thing. Scavenger Hunt. I got a pink out the bleachers shirt for the winner. And I just want to remind everybody that if you do do the scavenger hunt, make sure you. I said do do. Make sure you tag me because uh, so I can see it at Sunranto on Twitter and then, uh, you know, my name, Danny Rocket. On Facebook, so I see it, um, because sometimes I don't. Um, So here's what you do. Well, at the grocery store, or even in your own kitchen if you have it, uh, take a photo of you with a package of Philadelphia cream cheese, and then make a joke about creaming the Phillies or something like that, you know, or some cream joke. Make it as dirty as you'd like. Hashtag scavenger hunt, um, at Sunranto on your Twitter dial, and... Um, I am now on TikTok. I have oh made it. I made a TikTok. Danny is now a twelve-year-old uh, little girl. Yep. Who now has a TikTok? Is a TikTok influencer? Yeah. Well, it was just uh, something to try out. I I don't really know what I'm doing. It took a little bit of a long time, and it's find it cumbersome. I was more you, interested in. Uh, you know, the Chinese now have all your information. Oh, well, that's I mean, whatever. it used to be just the Americans that had all your information and they had to pay for it. Now it's the Chinese government. That's fine. I don't I don't really give a shit. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably be like, oh, he, he's one of us. We're what gonna- are they going to do? Steal my Bitcoin? <laughs> so uh, I don't have any Bitcoin. So that's pilfer, why they can't steal it. Yeah, They're going to pilfer your wallet. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> The uh, weather in Philadelphia, I, I got this to say about that. I think Tuesday is getting rained out. Tomorrow night. You've said night. this before. I know. How often, you should have started keeping track of like, how often you were correct. Well, I'm probably usually wrong. But I'm saying the weather's calling for strong thunderstorms in Philadelphia. So last I looked anyway. I've not looked in the last 12 hours. So... I'm looking it up right now. Uh, let's see if this is still holding. Yeah, 80% chance of rain. Showers and thunderstorms likely. Um, I don't know. Maybe it gets out of there. 50% chance of rain late at night. But, yeah, thunderstorms in the early evening. So it's at least getting delayed. So tomorrow might be a late one. 100% chance of Chris Bryant jumping up and down and running into the dugout. 100% chance. Um, yeah, because there will be thunder and lightning. Uh, and then it's going to be in the mid-80s on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, and I, I bet you there'll be a doubleheader. 
maybe on Wednesday or Thursday, probably Wednesday. And all these games are at 6 p.m. They're all night games. So that sucks. There's no day game on getaway day. They fucked oh, us. Oh, really? Yeah, in the way. they're only going to Pittsburgh, but still. Oh, well, yeah, they're going to Pittsburgh. Still got to get on a plane and go to the airport and, you know. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe they just drive their cars. Are they going to go to no, Williamsport? No, it's eight hours, dude. But are they going to go to Williamsport first? Yeah. They're going to go visit a little Amish village. No, Williamsport is where, where they, the Cubs and the Pirates are doing the Little League World Series game this year. Right, week. right. Yeah, that's stupid. So, I don't know if they're doing that first or last. Yeah, I don't even know when that is. Um, is that next year? No, it's it's this week. What? They're doing it this week? Yeah, they've got their their jerseys. They've got pullover V-neck jerseys to say Cubbies. Oh, I saw that. I just thought that. I just thought that was a uh, like a shirt they're selling. That's a shirt they're gonna wear. They're they're wearing that this week. Oh God! Against Pittsburgh in Williamsport for the Little League World Series. Like, well, I'm looking. It's I was gonna in, say an exhibition game. It's but on it's not. Sunday. Oh, okay. At six. Yeah. And then they got to play Monday. No, they don't. They're off Monday. Oh, I'm giving away Cubs for Adamus' job. So, anyhow, um, <laughs> game one. And, uh, well, clearly, I, I doubt Cubs or Adamus would realize that they're playing a game. Yeah, he probably missed that players. information about uh, Williamsport. Uh, so, game <laughs> one, uh, Q is going back out there, our only good pitcher, because he didn't pitch this week. Right. Uh, is 10 and 7 with a 423. Uh, he's going up against Jason Vargas. Uh, that's their other pickup, by the way. I, uh, he's six and six with a four hundred nine. If you don't recall, he's the guy that, uh, as as a Met, he got traded to the Phillies uh, because he got into a fight with the Mets press guys along with their manager, Mickey Calloway, and and that was at Wrigley Field. Do you remember this? No, I don't. Yeah, he, they got into a fight with their own embedded press corps in the locker room at Wrigley Field. And Jason Vargas was in the middle of that. And uh, so they traded his ass to the to the Phillies, where he's starting there. So the Mets are better without Jason Vargas and uh, are now eating the Phillies' lunch, whereas Jason Vargas is now at Philly, and the Phillies suck. The right only now. thing I think of when I hear Jason Vargas is Mr. Vargas from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, who took his science class to the uh, mortuary. I have the, no idea what you're talking morgue. about. <laughs> I never Lots saw of people it. people out there went, yes, Mr. Vargas that from Fast guy. Times at Ridgemont High. So it's a battle of the lefties, two lefties out there. And, yeah, the Cubs are 7-0 and in uh, – so I put 7-0 in Q's last six starts. Do you think that might be uh, wrong? I, no. 7-0 in I his don't. past seven starts. That's how starts. good he's been. Yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's won a game the Cubs didn't even play. Um, and, uh, yeah, he beat the A's last time. And he, uh, he seven, we went days. seven. He walked nobody. He allowed only one run on two hits against the A's. He was awesome. Hopefully that continues. Jason Vargas... Um, he hasn't, uh, I mean, he pitched against the Cubs as a Met and he gave up four runs and he only lasted four and two thirds. That was back on June 21st 
But the Mets won that game. So, anyway, that's that matchup. And then uh, game two, Hamels, 6-3 and three with a 3-0-9 going up against Areola. I mean, Arenola, who's 10-3 and three with a 3-67. Uh, it's Goya Latino Family Celebration Night. So they're going to have Goya some bands. Goya is a brand name. Danny is not making some sort of racist or sexist joke. No, Goya. Yeah, everybody knows Goya is the company with the food. <laughs> Excellent. We, we have a very Midwest fan base, Danny. By the way. Not everybody is from England and understands these things. By the way, and, and maybe let me let you in on this. The best refried beans? Goya, in my humble opinion. By far. Better than Preferita, better than Ortega, better than all the other ones. Old El Paso, you better oh. El Paso the old El Paso and pick up some Goya. I'm I'm not a fan of anything named Old El Paso. Not even the actual town of Old El Paso. Yeah, it's not good. I like New El Paso or nothing. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, let's see. This is an outside the Ivy game that we'll be going after. So, oh, so uh, we're losing this one. We're losing this one, unfortunately. Bet all your money. Go to betting.com or wherever the fuck our betting thing is. Uh, yeah. We haven't talked about my bookie. My bookie that we haven't talked about in like three months because Lyle's never on. No, no, we, I, I talk about my bookie on my own time. <laughs> oh okay yeah i, 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 I don't that. bother you with it no I, I don't i just do it i do the ad by myself and uh, well this is in... the the my bookie lead pipe lock yeah well P- patreon people don't even know that we do ads for my bookie <laughs> so and this is not an ad this is just like yeah bet on this game outside uh, the ivy yeah. bet straight down the line straight down the line cubs lose cubs lose take the take the over because they're gonna put up 83 runs <laughs> Um, yeah, Cole Hamels, you know, we already talked about how he was bad in the last game um, against the Reds. But he was really good before he got hurt, and then he's kind of worked his way back. Hopefully he can, like, take a step in that direction. Uh, this is will be Hamels' first start in Philadelphia since he pitched for the Phillies in 2015. So this could be kind of a special thing for him, you know? Oh, you know what? Hopefully it's like when Darvish went back to L.A. and got all fucking amped up. Yeah, yeah, so I think Cole will be feeling himself. Aaron Nola is their best pitcher, so that sucks for us. Um, but he wasn't great last time. He uh, was okay. He allowed uh, three runs on seven hits over five innings, and uh, the, the Phillies lost to the Giants. Um, but uh, And overall against the Cubs, he only has four career starts, and he's got a 5-11 ERA against us, but he's still 2-1. So, you know, kind of makes you think that our pitchers were the problem. Um, I don't know. So th- there's that. Nobody really has seen him that much. Uh, no, but I'm I'm really interested in this next game. Yeah, the next game. Tell us about the next game, Danny, because I believe a certain pitcher in this next game came up in our last podcast. Yeah. And so you, well, there's the first pitcher who you don't mean, which is you Darvish. And he's four and six with a four forty three. He's pitching for the Cubs, but drew smiley who we had some sort of disagreement about whether it was last year or this year, when now we know that you don't know what year it is. You are basically (laughs) Andre Dawson in the Ivy. What year is it? (laughs) Because you don't know. Um, 
Drew Smiley is two and six with a six ninety six ERA. He is also a left hander. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Sixes uh, and nines no, all over Drew the place. Drew Smiley, they traded him last year. No, they didn't trade well, him. They let his ass go for I nothing. They traded him last year for no, a player they, to be named later. Yeah, they, and they never got that player. Oh. Well, it's, but that doesn't mean they didn't trade him last year. Sort of. No, it wasn't. It was an off-season thing. Uh, I thought it was last year. I'm looking it up right now. Drew Smiley. He, he wasn't even worth well, he a was, player. He, to well, to better. refresh everybody's memory, he hadn't pitched since 2016. Cubs did this flyer on him where they were either going to keep him and pay him like $7 million this year or In pay him like. 2017. In 2018, he was you went down for the Rays in 2016, and he was oh, decent, yeah. you know. And then he he had t- TJ rested it last year. I watched him pitch a bullpen with John Baker catching it last year because John got me field passes, and that was last year. The picture of me on the field, I am really fat, and I was fat then. Danny, you were fat. No, I every was, year no. except for this year. No. So here's you, you got thin when you almost died. Okay, here's what happened. Traded on November second, which is a very special day in Cubs history, um, but not this particular because it's 2018. He was traded by the Cubs for a player to be named later. He signed with the Cubs in December 12th of 2017. Traded okay. by the Cubs. Um. Uh, what is he traded by the Chicago Cubs with player to be named to the Texas Rangers for player to be named? In other words, not like Drew Smiley went to the Rangers and nothing else happened. Right. I, I believe and even the Rangers didn't want him. Yeah, because they released him on June twenty fifth. Oh, okay, July first oh. picked up by the Brewers. July eighteenth released by the Brewers. July. They just got confused because they had Miley, and then they saw Smiley. They picked it up. Yeah. They were confused. Signed as a free agent with the Phillies on July 21st. So, yeah. So, and now he's in their rotation and pitching against the Cubs. And he's a lefty. And thank God we got some fucking righty hitters again in this lineup. Like now that that mystery solved, I'm going to go up and talk to my wife about where we were last year. I've lost an entire year. Yeah. You must have been, uh, you know, kidnapped by aliens or something. He was adamant that we hadn't been there since 2017. But, okay. So, uh, if you're a kid, you get a uh, – if then go to bed. Um, no, if you're a kid, you get a J- – If you're a kid, turn this off. Your parents do not want you listening to this. So, they're giving away a JT Real Muto T-shirt. Uh, and it is Throwback Thursday, hashtag Throwback Thursday, and the ballpark is going retro. The Phillies players will be wearing 1980s-era powder blue uniform with the burgundy cap. Uh, the ball girls and grounds crew will also be dressed in retro outfits, and the field will feature retro batting circles and base jewels. The fuck is a base jewel? I don't even know what a retro circle might be. Is it a square? (laughs) (laughs) Like, before we rounded that shit off, we called this a circle. Well, look, I mean, the entire uh, Western Hemisphere didn't even have the wheel. Oh, I mean. Until Columbus. There used to be a shelf out in the ocean. 
Yeah, and so and they're gonna have uh, you know music and player headshots and features, and it sounds like a fun Wait, night to be out of the ballpark. You it know, sounds like a night. fun night, but uh, remind me again, why are they doing this? I don't know, fun, fun, Michael, for fun. No. Uh, and uh, then, they don't need any other reason. I'm down with it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Drew Smiley was kind of a cub last year. Uh, I don't know. What, what can you say? I mean. Uh, he went. F- I mean, he's going to dominate the Cubs because they've never seen him. He sucked so far. He's g- he gave up six runs. Everybody's released him. He gave up six runs in five and two thirds innings last week at Sa- last Friday at San Francisco. He's never faced the Cubs. So, yeah, I mean, whose whose uh, ligament does he have? I think we talked about him getting Cy Young's ligament, like. Bear- digging up the grave or yeah well apparently it wasn't Cy Young's because he's got an ERA near seven I mean it could be Cy Young's it could be like just an old shriveled ligament so and then you Darvish I mean you know gave up a lot of home runs last time and I did enjoy his quote about it do you remember his quote uh I remember it was just basically I remember thinking it was hilarious he's like I got nine strikeouts you know and uh, you know that's pretty good He's like, but three fucking homers, that sucks. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know that fuck he, is a swear word. He literally just learned English, and he's like, three fucking homers. How could you not know that fuck is a swear word? Even I know that. Uh, well, hi, Cubstradamus. Cubstradamus, you're offensive at all times. We assumed you know all the words. Yeah, but there's certain words that I know even not to say on a podcast like fuck, shit, cunt, pussy, uh, areola. Wait, uh, hold on. I feel like this is a George Carlin bit. You're stealing George Carlin's shit. Oh, no, he stole that from me. In fact, it used to be the 15 words you can't say on television. You used to not be able to say can because people would think, you know, like it was like your cans, like either boob, cans. Oh, I said boob. You can't say tits. You can say <laughs> knockers, but you can't say tits. You can't, you shouldn't say cunt, but you can say vagina, but it actually that sounds dirtier to me. You know what I mean? Are we still okay with saying Penis, dongs? Dong. Uh, no, you probably shouldn't say dong, but you can say, you shouldn't say cock. Uh, but you can, I, I'm totally getting off track here. I've got a poem for you guys. Yeah. It, luckily they have to do with dongs. Like, and like, oxen. You know, I mean, we did put the little E on our show, so we're okay with this, but you know, uh, you know, Cubs, why don't you just give us the poem? It should probably be a big E. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I did it again. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's my poem. This team has been playing like shit. I knew they would not be legit. The Cubs will be great when they move across the state and go play three games out in... Williamsport. No, Williamsport does not have a team. Against a Little League team, and I think it's really sad that you're telling 10-year-olds that they play like shit. Yeah, it's not cool, man. I mean, they're Little Leaguers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, they do play like shit, but, I mean, they're tiny. Wait, this is really confusing. What are you talking about? Uh, Something you don't know about and I didn't know about, that it was uh, 
Sunday, the, they're playing in Williamsport Cup. You can't even predict that. The Cubs are playing the Pirates on. in the Little League World Series game. Hold, hold on. I'm looking at my packet schedule here that I picked up at Wrigley Field in April, and it says <laughs> Pittsburgh, yeah, 6 o'clock, ESPN, and uh, let's see, there's, I can't see that. It's really small. No, I can't read it, so I assume they're playing in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are playing. Yeah, yeah, no, they're playing in Williamsport on Sunday. That's what that little fine print, uh, you know, you might need to, you know, wear your readers. Yeah, Yeah. the MLB Little League Classic is what they're calling it. Well, anyway, the first two games are in Pittsburgh, so I don't want to hear anything about it. I'm actually two-thirds right. Yeah, well, Well, uh, you're one-third wrong. That will get you some meatloaf. Oh, I love meatloaf. In fact, I'm a little hungry. I'm going to go have some meatloaf down at Madden's Post. It's delicious. I pair it with a nice Cabernet from Vinny's Beverage Depot. <laughs> Come straight on my He got seriously outed on that one. Yeah. It took him a long time to disappear, too. That was weird. Um... So, yeah, uh, yeah, I took your TFC. Well, I do have another one, though. Oh, so you do? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I believe I have one. You want to hit me with yours? Sure. Uh, Hats to the Left posted this amazing video. I don't know if Hats to the Left made this video or if it was somebody else that they found and they got it. But it, is, it says, looks like something some of you would do. And it is a video of Chris Bryant and his wife. And if you hit play, they are still shots, just like Instagram photos that it's just KB and his wife. And I'm, I'm feeling shitty because I can't think of her name right now. Jess, but, Jessica Bryant. Jess, yes, Jessica Bryant. And then some other woman, a young lady, Wearing the exact same clothes as Jessica Bryant is wearing in her picture. Oh, yeah. Steps into the picture and stands directly where Jessica Bryant would be. And there's like three of them. And it is absolutely hilarious. Complete troll shit. It's amazing because she's just putting herself into the picture. But it's not even Photoshop. It's like she literally walks into the photo and then takes just Bryant's spot. That is amazing. You have to send this to me. I need to see it. Okay. I, yeah. I, oh, I so it. I actually have two in, in X Cubs news here. Um, uh, Aaliyah Fowler, who's Dexter Fowler's wife. Uh, she is active on Twitter. And uh, I guess, I, and I don't know what she was responding to this woman, Mindy Sue Lynch. But she replied to Aaliyah Fowler, who uh, said, Why do you feel the need for profanity? It makes you sound trashy. And Aaliyah Fowler, quote, tweeted Mindy Sue Lynch coming for her and the swearing. And she said, Hi, Mindy. We here at the Fowler household appreciate your opinion. We will submit it to our don't give a fuck department. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then wait, uh, 
is does that email come into us? I mean, we're we're open for everybody's don't give a fuck department. Oh yeah, we, that's pretty much our show. We do not give fucks. Um, and then, but I like that a guy who's also from St. Louis named Daddy Mir Tarasenko uh, replied to this and said to Mindy Lynch uh, said. The fact that you haven't deleted this tweet yet is staggering. Get yeeted, nerd. <laughs> what does that mean? Am I and, missing out on some cool young slang? Yeah, I yeeted? guess I guess yeeted. I was wondering if you knew what it meant. And then Harry at Larry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Harry at Larry. Well, t- Taco Inhaler is his handle, which I mean, you got to join pretty early to get that one. But uh, Larry Alligator is what he goes by, not Harry Alligator, because that's a huge difference, Um, says Mindy Sue Lynch, comma, garbage person. That's who uh, Aaliyah was, the garbage person. Nice. And then I do have another one. Do you have another one or you want to switch off or should give you my last one here? No, no, I do not have another because I had the the other one was the Tom Brenneman. Uh, picture, but I did just tag you in that. So if you go on Twitter right now on your phone, you I can will see find it. this amazing video that this woman did. So uh, the Iowa Cubs, uh, they tweeted out an Addison Russell home run, which the at Cubs t- didn't even do. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, they did when he was playing for the Cubs. Yeah, but not. You know, they, but not every time, you know, like the, the Cubs well, I mean, got, the Cubs got salty. Remember they did that one that they were like Cubs lead one, nothing or something like that. After yeah. I mean, it was weird because Addison didn't like, he ran a third because he didn't know the single, the signal for going home on a Homer. Oh, you mean, uh, <laughs> he didn't know the signs. God, I love that so much. <laughs> Yeah, he stopped at third on a home run. It was weird. So, all right. So, the Iowa Cubs uh, tweeted out his home run. It just says, Addison Russell, bye-bye. And uh, that's what, you know, shows him hitting home run with for the Iowa Cubs at Principal <laughs> What's Park. interesting is that most of the fan base said that really yeah. early this year. Yeah, that's it. here's a couple of the replies. Like from the Cubs? <laughs> Not the goodbye we're looking for. Don't care. Report on someone who doesn't abuse his wife. Incoming Cubs fans that respect women. So, in other words, that didn't go well for the Iowa Cubs. Is all I'm saying. It's like, yeah, no. you know, it's like, dude, nobody wants to hear about this and Russell. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. the fans have been very clear that. Uh, I mean, they're reaching out to the Steve King demographic. I listen. I, Except for they're not because Addison Russell is not white. I get the fact that they're trying to help Addison Russell. They're trying to make it better for him. The recidivism is worse when you throw a guy away. I get all that shit. That does not – the thing that Theo forgot and the thing that we were said at first was like regardless of how you feel about even the baseballness of it. You know, it's like, oh, if he goes out there and hits fucking home runs, you'll be fine with it. No, people won't be. And it's going to weigh heavily on him and maybe make it worse. And as we have always said on this podcast, the Cubs and the Ricketts have a shit ton of money. And just because you kick them off the team doesn't mean you You can't help him. Yeah. You can totally help him. 
as a fucking civilian. I would hope that they would do the same thing. That that shit happened on the Cubs watch. If they want to take responsibility for his rehabilitation and keep it hush hush while he plays for the fucking Marlins, fine. But that's what should have happened. Yes. Totally. You can still look people just because the person doesn't play for your team or your political party or your religion or whatever doesn't mean you have to quit caring about that person and that you shouldn't help that person. You should. You should help all the people. You should be a all nice of God's children. Human. Well, I'm not going to go to God's children. I mean, come on. <laughs> Did you just do that? <laughs> Leelia in a yeah. fucking. Yeah, I, I got a bunch. Here's, here's an Australian accent. It's a disheartening fucking situation that we're in right now. Dallas is pissed right now. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, that is not fucking Aussie. Dallas, you need to send in. Yeah, that was Gubstradamus trying to sing. Yeah. Dallas needs to send in a, this is a disheartening situation right now because we need an actual Australian not a computer generated Australia. Yeah, we can hear it high. It's a disheartening fucking situation that we're in right now. <laughs> it's a disheartening fucking situation that we're in right now. All right. Well, how about backwards? Has everybody made notice? We're, we're at the end of this podcast. In which Annie and I are just fucking punch We're just drunk fucking around now. Yeah, yeah. We're done. It's over. That's the show. Have a great night, everybody. Spagon. Spagon! On the road again. Try not to suck out on the road again. Hey, Cubbies, please don't lose the next eight out of ten. Try winning games when you're on the road again On the road again Get on that plane and bring us back some wins Even though we don't have a closer in the pen Try winning games when you're on the road again On the road again But the Cubs only like winning out at Wrigley At the Comfort Inn They toss and turn all night and end up sleepy Hit weekly On the road again Try not to suck out on the road again Joe needs to bring in baby bears and magicians So they don't suck when they're on the road again Try not to suck when you're on the road again Try not to suck when you're on the road again The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, 
Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.